Do you think that people are going to look back? Someone's someone like twenty years younger than us mm-hmm. is going to start a podcast mm-hmm. in twenty years or whatever they the equivalent yeah. is, and they're going to talk about movies and they're going to talk about how Superbad is the most unrealistic uh, uh, high school man. thing of all time. That'd make me mad. We'll talk about that sometime too because it's my favorite. That that's not even the same. Don't even go there. <laughs> that's the best. So much. 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 Okay, so I saw Ferris Bueller in the theater, actually. Uh, Sounds fun. Yeah, and I liked it better than the the first time I saw it. Uh Uh-huh. I think because... I had to pay attention and a lot of, cause it's in the theater. You can't like ever pull out your phone really. And there's a lot yeah. of subtle jokes that are good. Oh uh, really? I probably didn't even notice. Interesting. I'm not sure if I noticed the secretary pulling pencils out of her hair. Oh yeah. That's uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, just little things like that, which are good. Also, I think knowing what I was getting into helped. Yeah. Maybe the first time I saw Ferris Bueller, I think I got most of the way through the movie before I just got over my disliking of Ferris Bueller, the character. Yeah. But kind of what I realized was that Ferris Bueller isn't really a character. He's just like a thing that happens to everybody else. Sure. The movie's pretty much about what would you think about it if, like, everybody kind of wants to be Ferris Bueller, but, like, how would you react to that if that person actually existed? Like, if you were that person, if you were, like, put in a position of authority over somebody like Ferris Bueller... It would be terrible. You know, the principal has an awful time with it. And he basically reacts like Elmer Fudd. Okay, so... Two Bugs Bunny. Yeah. You know, if you were, like, a girl his age, you'd probably be, like, Sloan and be super into I don't actually agree with you at all. Ferris Bueller doesn't change or grow. You're right. But all I don't he think... does is just does all he wants all the time. I think... But here's the thing. I don't think that John Hughes put as much thought into that as you did. Oh, that's fine. I think still be what it is. Essentially, well, that's a whole different argument <laughs> on mean, what yeah. what authorial intent yeah. is. But if you know anything about John Hughes, John Hughes would just be like, "I need to write another movie," and then he yeah. would write a movie over like forty eight hours. Yeah, and then would just be like, "All right, it's done. I don't need any editing." Yeah. Let's just make this happen. Maybe you take it as that, but I don't. I don't. There's think... no way that he could put the amount of intent required into that movie to make it that popular, anyway. Like, well, the popularity. <laughs> we'll get to that, but you can't. Like, I think. Plan I that. think it's a. I think it's a bad. I don't <laughs> think it's a good movie. Oh, that's fair. It's. I don't like it. I yeah. mean, that's that's mainly it. I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think. Ferris is a good character. No, that's what I'm saying. He isn't one. He is a character, though. He's a guy. <laughs> he's like a, everyone's a character. He's like a plot device. Yeah, well, everything's a plot device. That's what. That's how that works. You can't not have. I'm the, just saying, like, you can't how, have a person like show up and be like, "I'm not a character. I'm just like a gear that's turning this." Like everyone. You have to be a character, too, especially if you're the main person who the movie is named yeah, after. Yeah. That's why it's such a weird movie, I think. Yeah, but I, I think that makes it bad and not good. But it's cool that, like... See, that's the thing. You gotta, like, look at the movie. Like, the movie spends so much time focusing on people who aren't Ferris. 
Yeah. Like, he basically does a bunch of stuff in the first, like, ten minutes. Almost all of it is him talking directly into the camera. That's like saying, like, the narrator of the movie is a character. Technically, in some things, they are. But, like, in also in a lot of ways, they basically aren't. Like but in this one, in this one, he in is. In this one, he's in the movie. He is a character. He's not just like, okay, he's in the just most, not like, like this omniscient person who's lit- just showing he up. He basically is an omniscient person. That's that's but fine. He, he what lit- I'm saying is that he's not like just this like chess master okay, that's pushing the pieces around. He he's a person that's affecting the plot. Yeah, he literally is in the movie. Yeah. But like a hurricane also affects the plot. Yeah, but he is a named character who interacts yeah. specifically with the people in the plot. Like, yeah, he's I'm, not just Hurricane I'm not Ferris. saying he literally isn't a character. I'm just saying, like, how people will watch a movie and they'll complain about, like, uh, this guy isn't, like, like there'll they'll be, a, like, a bad guy in a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know? And they'll be like, he's just... So nah. he's, not a, he's not not a character. He's, he's, he's just a bad character. He's... he's you can say that. That's not... He isn't a bad character. He's just not a real guy. And like, that's a bad character, so, I think. <laughs> what I'm saying is, that's what makes it an unusual movie. Yeah, is bad. that the named character or the the title character of the movie? Yeah, is a force of nature, and the whole movie is about how everybody responds to him. That's one that's interpretation, weird. I think. Well, clearly, everything that happens in the movie is a response to Ferris's decision to stay home. Yeah. And the fact that, and so like his sister, for example, yes. her entire arc is her learning not to care about the fact that her brother gets away with literally everything. Yeah. Or like the principal, his entire arc is, I don't know if he really has an arc so much as he just has a bunch of pratfalls that happen to him. Here's the... Uh, but he just likes, it's all about Ferris. It is. Everybody's entire thing is all about Ferris and he doesn't change or do anything. He just like inflicts... Yeah, on everyone. I agree. I think John Hughes was just like, I relate to this character. I think it's great. I think if you look at all of the John Hughes films, I don't like, I think he thinks some of these things are relatable. And I think some people in the 80s thought they were relatable just because of how they were presented. But ultimately, like, I relate more to the sister and to Cameron yeah. than I do to Ferris, yeah. which everybody does right but those are the actual characters no but that's the thing i don't think a lot of people i think a lot of people are like yeah ferris is cool like so that's like at the, the end, trouble like at the end of the movie sure uh cameron has his big like cathartic like he destroys his dad's car yeah. first on purpose then kind of too much by accident and he's like i'm gonna take it on me you know and yeah. like or like, i think that's the a sister, bad lesson or, like though. the sister uh, decides that she's gonna stop worrying about what Ferris does, and then Ferris she races him home, mm-hmm. and then she meets the like she like lets Ferris into the house and like covers for him basically, yeah. and like these are the things that people could like see themselves in. You can't see yourself in Ferris like leading the parade. You can like a wish fulfillment sense, like but in Indiana Jones. The sense. problem is, I think you're not looking at the ult- overall consensus of most people in the world who have seen that movie, which is. Ferris is cool. Yeah. I don't think more about it than that. Maybe People I'm, don't need to consciously understand what's cool about the movie for it to be good. Like, I don't think it's cool or good, though. Well, okay. But, like, for them, like, there's no way that people watch the movie. Like, yeah, they think Ferris is cool. Yeah. And, obviously, people would want to be, right. like, this invincible person. It's wish fulfillment, kind it's of. It's wish fulfillment, kind of. But, 
if that was all they liked out of the movie, they would check out mentally from like three-fourths of the movie. Because he's not even on screen for like half of yeah, it. Yeah, but they but the they're like liking like, they're watching like the principal hurt himself or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Like that's funny. They're watching antagonists to Ferris get their their supposedly well deserved yeah. yeah. comeuppance, which is not well deserved at all. Yeah. Other than the principal who's I guess too nosy, but he's doing his job. His job is to make he, sure that someone is supposed the, to... Like, the principal gets way too... Well, okay, earlier in the movie, the principal does go on a tirade about how he's going to destroy Ferris's life for skipping nine days of school, which is a bit much. I won't <laughs> like, disagree with that. Yeah. I agree uh, that he should destroy Ferris's life, though. I want to see that actual movie. He does not have great priorities for a principal. No. I mean, uh, also, he's cartoonishly does, a villain. He does break into the Bueller's house. Well, we we can agree that he thing. goes too yeah, far. He goes too far. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's the same with, you know, any cartoon villain. Like, Elmer Fudd is just, like, a hunter. We should associate, like, relate more to Elmer Fudd than Bugs Bunny. But it's kind a of. comedy thing, you know. Gotta, kind of, Yeah. I don't know, but here's the it's thing. It's funny to watch tryhards. I direct. like Bugs Bunny and I don't like Ferris. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're like basically the same guy. I don't know. I think they it's, do a lot of talking to the camera. They're very smug. I think they make people hurt themselves. But the difference, I think, is that Bugs Bunny is a rabbit, <laughs> yeah. and Ferris Bueller is a sociopath masquerading as like a fun person well i mean bugs bunny is also clearly a sociopath but he's a rabbit so it doesn't matter like and it's a he blows people up all the time well the and, point of it but yeah. but i don't think it's a, it's like too close to reality ferris I gotta, yeah i gotta like go with the authorial intent thing a little bit in that i think that when this movie was written john hughes was like Huh, it's funny. I like I like this guy. He's fun. Let's make a love letter to Chicago and starring my favorite guy. Okay, but then why would he make Cameron have like a huge mental breakdown for like 20 minutes? Like he like goes like so like all the stuff with his dad's car happens, not the wrecking, but like the they get home, like they get done with their adventure mm-hmm. and he like is like weirdly catatonic for a while and they have to like pull him out of it and he eventually gets pulled out of it by jumping in a pool pretending that he's going to commit suicide by jumping in a pool and then like making ferris save him so that he can kind of like have one up on ferris like ha you had to prove that you care about me a little bit yeah (laughs) but i still relate to cameron there which is so crazy because he had to do something yeah to like make ferris seem like he actually cares about anything because that's like Ferris is such a bad person. Yeah, he like, is. He's an awful guy. But like, that's that's what I'm saying. Why would that be in the movie if no one is supposed to relate to Cameron? It's all just about Ferris. Like, because I think John Hughes is a bad writer. I think he's bad. I think he just doesn't have under any understanding of. I mean, like, look at the other movies he did. I guess is the my real thing. Uncle the Buck teen, rules. teen movies specifically. Oh yeah, well yeah. The teen movies. I th- I think if if Ferris Bueller is comparable to anything of John Hughes, I would have to say Home Alone, because uh, the kid is also weirdly invulnerable. I actually think that the closest one is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles because it's an uptight guy and a sociopath. Oh yeah. Together. Yeah, I bouncing he, off I, of each I other. I forgot he wrote that. Yeah. Uh, but. If that's you look like at the, the best one, I'm saying you so. look at the other teen movies. John Hughes' whole rep was essentially, "Wow, this guy gets teens," but I don't get that. From he gets it. Cameron, he gets Sloane, he gets the sister, 
That's what I'm saying. Ferris isn't a real thing. Like, but the problem is that it's named Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day Off, and he yeah, is a real yeah, character. Yeah. He's just a bad character. <laughs> He's so central to the plot. He is the... I mean, he is the plot. This It can be about those other people. Yeah. But ultimately, it's about Ferris. It's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think that just... I mean, if you're going to be super unimaginative about it, just take the title of the movie and just be like, but well, this is the movie. He is our audience surrogate in the sense that he's the one talking. To, he's like Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell. He is literally the guy talking to the audience. He's breaking the fourth wall intentionally. Yeah. We experience the plot through him. And even if it's not through him, it is about him. And I think that that doesn't mean that it's a. this is a movie about Cameron. It means it's a movie about Ferris. And we see how, how he affects all these other people. And they all have to get over their own stuff from dealing with this yeah. sociopath constantly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. I think it's like, and it breaks the principle. And yeah. the sister realizes that he's more trouble than he's worth. And so yeah. she has to move on with her life. Yep. And then he uh, supposedly ruins Cameron's life. I think Cameron, at the end of the movie, <laughs> is going to get sent to military school <laughs> or beaten to death. Yeah. By his obviously crazy dad. Yeah. And that's Ferris's fault. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, like, Cameron and Ferris do acknowledge at the end of the movie that Cameron really could have told Ferris no at any point, and he kind of wanted these things to happen, which sounds like an insane thing that for, sounds, like, a justification on Ferris's part. That sounds basically like like all of the... That sounds like what people are saying online for, for like, the accusations against Aziz Ansari. Uh, yeah. Well, Literally, like, you could yeah. have said no, like... Yeah. Uh, that's not a great argument. Uh, well, it isn't, but one, Cameron comes up with the argument. So it's like, you know, uh, I mean, it, yeah, here's the thing. It's like, not great, but also, if you look at the, how the rest of the movie is set up, and like the decisions that Cameron makes, he absolutely should have stayed home, you know? Yes, like, yes he should have. He was have. sick. Yep. Uh, he was actually sick. Yeah. The fact that he he's just doing all of the stuff that Ferris wants him to do anyway. Yeah. Cameron's life wasn't good. What you know, I'm he like wasn't is... capable of making good decisions, obviously. True, true. He was just like a guy, a very weak-willed guy, who would just get pulled into anything. Uh, and honestly, his dad was probably going to send him to military school anyway. <laughs> but I'm saying like Ferris is like a toxic human being. Yeah. Like he's a toxic friend. If, if you would have been in less trouble doing whatever else, yeah. and you had a fun day, and then... Now your life is over for real. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't worth it. Like, he's a toxic person. Yeah. And he, I, yeah, and I he, agree with and you. like, he gets the sister sent to jail? I don't remember he's, how that all No, the happens. sister... Actually, the funny thing is, and I didn't notice this the first time either. Uh-huh. So the sister, she skips school to go home to try to catch Ferris. Right. She bumps into the principal in her own home, calls the cops, right. and then the cops come, and the guy's gone. So right. they... Take her to the police station for making a false police report. Uh, so the it. sister just gets screwed across the board, right? Yeah. But when the mom picks the sister up and she meets Charlie Sheen and all that, mm-hmm. and she learns her life lesson from Charlie Sheen, which is bizarre. I would also agree that that's a negative consequence is that she made out with Charlie <laughs> she, Sheen. She met Charlie Sheen. But then when, she, when her mom has to pick her up from the police station, the mom says, kind of in passing on the way home, that, ah, oh, what are you doing? I had to come get you to the police station. And I couldn't make this deal at work, like close this big account or whatever. Uh-huh. And because I couldn't close the big account, 
I'm now not going to be able to buy Ferris a car. She was going to buy Ferris a car with the money that she was going to get, and now she can't do it. So the sister... So Ferris gets ex- his just desserts. Yeah, the sister accidentally ruins Ferris's life a little bit. Truly, Ferris is the one that ruins do- his own life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. He causes the whole situation. Yeah, but by like, skipping school, he doesn't get a car. In, I, so I don't really understand. If what that the, was spelled out, I'd be like, good. That's a weird one. I don't really get what the lesson is there because the sister. There aren't any lessons. There was no thought put into this because it's John Hughes, and he puts no thought into this. It took him three days dude, to write the script. It's a pretty complex setup. I'm just saying, okay, like, the, no true thought into the it. The sister <laughs> learns her lesson, but then also accidentally got what she wanted. So like, eh, I guess <laughs> it's. Not, None I mean, of this is satisfying, though. I thought it kind of was. And not that part specifically, but even the, when she, like, and just, like, lets Ferris into the house and, like, gets the principal to go away and gives yeah. the principal his wallet back and all that. That was kind of satisfying, I yeah. thought. But, like, yeah, the, the weird aside about getting Ferris a car, that was an odd one. All this uh, stuff is asides. None of it's, I think, John Hughes, like, the, the trilogy of teen movies. Oh, yeah. Breakfast Club and... Well, there's two more. 16 Candles and Pretty in Pink. Yeah. And then, and then Ferris. There's, there's four. I think they're all pretty bad. I think I think they were probably great at the time. They were probably think, There's probably something different about them that yeah. you didn't see in other movies. Yeah. I just think that there's different like ways to view the world, and John Hughes and I just view it very differently. Yeah. I think... Uh, I can't even... Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles, I've mixed them up a lot. Yeah, um, me too. But I think they're both actively bad. They're like super like racist and sexist <laughs> well, yeah, and, yeah 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 and they just don't hold i think up. even past that they're like actively bad and breakfast club i would argue is only truly good because it codified the archetypes of all breakfast. these different groups it can be yeah. friends you know what i mean like breakfast club is very confusing to me i i didn't really get what the point of that movie was at all it's that five teens very they, different teens can be friends they can be friends yeah they're not so different after all Come on, that's like uh, the whole thing. I just summed yeah, it up no, for yeah. you. There's not much more uh, to it than that. I guess not. Maybe I just super duper got it. You did. <laughs> like in the first like minute of it's the It's almost as if it wasn't yeah. very deep at all. Yeah. And that he um, just kind of like strung together some scenes that he thought would be funny. Yeah. The world's See, longest one, I SNL buy, sketch. I buy that one that he just didn't put a lot of thought into it. Because there's just like long things of just like, oh no, they're just doing random stuff now. And it doesn't really connect to what comes before or after. Yeah. And they're just having like a dance party or Guess whatever. What? Yeah. It's like Ferris a lot of montages. Yeah. Uh, well, Ferris Let's is... go to the art thing. Let's go. Uh, yeah. There's a parade in town. Let's film it. Yeah. That's a bizarre one. But it is, you know, part of... A, well, the only way you could, I think you could say that Ferris has like goals and a mission and all that is he's kind of trying to pull Cameron out of Cameron's funk that he's supposedly in. Sure. But... It's weird because we don't really see what Cameron's funk is. Yeah. Until way later on, as we learn more about how insane Cameron's dad is. Right. And Ferris seems to almost not even be aware of that. Like, I think he maybe mentions it in passing, but... Ferris seems like a very callous person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely not going to agree with any negative things that you'd say about Ferris. Right. I'm just saying he is... It's like, He's like a Greek god, you know, like, like <laughs> Zeus is in all these old fables about like he just whatever. Turns into a swan. He just and has sex shows. With a lady. Yeah, he just shows up and destroys people's lives. Yeah, and like leaves and like lets everybody else reckon with what's left, and that's kind of what Ferris does. And yeah, so it's like, that's just not a satisfying arc 
Yeah, he doesn't have an arc. Everybody but him has an arc. But he's human. He's yeah. not a Greek god. Like, if yes. it was framed, if they truly framed it as this kid, I don't know. I mean, they kind of do with breaking the fourth wall, but yeah, honestly, and also, well, and also people are constantly like talking about how kind of impossible of a guy he's he one is. righteous not literally dude. they're just like uh oh, you're a crazy guy you know or just whatever yeah but he really has no flaws like yeah. it'd be interest more interesting if he had some sort of character other than this guy can get away with anything yeah that's why i'm saying he's not a character that's my entire point <laughs> i'm saying he's a bad that's he is a character he's just a bad one he's a character literally he's not a character in any sort of logical sense like in any way that is i don't know in any artistic sense i guess he he has the, a name the he has problem a is that body. he goes back and forth between not being a character and being a character in that sense because there are plenty of points where he is a character just a one-dimensional character in the movie like most of when he's not talking to us yeah, you're probably right but I most of the middle what's... of the movie when he's talking to any other character well, besides ever, us i'm trying to think of when he's talking to like sloan or cameron like when they go to the restaurant or when they go to the art museum or where they go, where they, he convinces them to take the car. Yeah, like in the restaurant, he... He's just being... He's just tricking people. Yeah. He is like a trickster god. Yeah. But... Or or like the demon on Cameron's shoulder who's telling to tell him to do bad things. Sure, but he's... Even the demon on your shoulder is a character in that sense. I guess. They're, they, they have motive. But that's the thing. Does he have motive? Like, his motive is just not get caught? Yeah. But there's no real challenge. Yeah, he's he always going to get just, away with he's it. He's just being himself all the time. That's so boring. And ever making people respond. And it's not a straightforward setup. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think there's a better way to structure a movie where there's a character who, like that than what we got. Does that make sense? Uh, probably. If, he's, if you're going to have a, a movie about a ferris type character there's probably a better way to structure how someone like this invincible god character comes in so like if for example ferris what literally wasn't in the movie um i'm thinking just like switch point of view do the whole thing from cameron's point of view yeah like if you i'm just saying like if if cameron was or if ferris is almost just like this legendary borderline off-screen figure throughout the movie yeah that'd be good i'd be into that because there are things like that i'm sure it's been done in a movie before probably i think that would be more interesting than what we got because since ferris is a non-character as you're saying and yet we spend 80 percent of all scenes watching him do no, things it's not he's he does like not a lot after he talks into the camera for the first like 10 minutes of the movie right like, but what i'm saying is like he goes through no character arc yeah that's yeah. not interesting to watch when you were watching him that's the thing like he can't be a non-character and be the main character like he can be i would like, like to a- see a rundown of the actual screen time of everybody because even once when he's talking on the phone with the principal like all the stuff of him skipping school yeah with, with, we're interacting with the principal Almost all of it is from the principal's point of view. Sure. Like, the prin- it's him talking on the phone, and then they'll just, like, show what uh, Ferris is doing for, like, a couple seconds, and then they'll just cut back to the principal. Or even all this, when they go to the restaurant with Cameron and Sloan. Yeah. And it's, he does, he he claims to be this Abe Froman guy or right. whoever. Sausage King, Sausage King of Chicago. Sausage King of Chicago. 
But all of the funny stuff is the waiter or yeah. like Cameron and Sloan talking to each other like, what's this guy doing? Yeah. You know? And it's like, he is in a lot of the movie. Yeah. But he never, he does almost nothing by himself. That, he, doesn't, that doesn't matter. It's He's the character. He's the main guy. We've, we begin with him and we end with him. All the stuff in the middle is with him. We go to other people interacting with him. Like, you don't spend the entirety of Iron Man hanging out with Robert Downey Jr. You have to go to the bad guy, too. You know what I mean? Literally, that's how movies work, understandably. But it's still about Iron Man. Or, and I'm, that's just an example because yeah. I had to come up with something. Yeah. But, but ultimately, there's nothing to indicate that Ferris is not the main character. Even if we don't spend a ton of time with him, he is still the main character. Not every movie needs to have the same thing of like that there's a main character. You know, like it's like... Uh, well, now you're just saying Dazed like, and Confused or something doesn't have a main character. Right, like, but that's, that's a fine. good movie because it doesn't... Because literally the thing is we go to each character equally, but this is not a Dazed and Confused movie. Or like this Godzilla, is... there's no main character in Godzilla. You know, yeah, like technic- oh, Ferris you is the, kind the of the God- one? Ferris is, is kind about? of the Godzilla of the movie. Like he's there a lot. He it's named after him. <laughs> you know, but like if they would have, if that would have been the intent of the movie, you don't know what the intent is. I know that's not that he's got <laughs> Ferris as Godzilla. I can tell you that much. Well, but you don't know what he thinks about like of like if he actually relates to Ferris or whatever. Okay, so <laughs> if we don't know authorial intent. Yeah. Then right. all we have to go on is your own interpretation What's of the in movie. the movie. Yes. Yeah. And I interpret this movie, like I interpret most other movies, as having a three-act structure and having a character that's supposed to go through some sort of change and grow. It doesn't have to be the hero's journey or anything. Yeah. But that's generally how... It's, this isn't like an art house film. It's an unusual structure for a movie. <laughs> it is, but it's not... I don't think it succeeds. At whatever it's trying to do. I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's like, fine. I enjoyed it the second time around when I went into it with the mindset that I'm trying to describe. I just don't think that Ferris a, is a huge jerk. Yeah. I just don't think that's a reasonable thing to expect I, someone to go into a movie, even the second time, thinking, like, this is a good way to interpret it. I don't know. I feel like I set it forward pretty clearly. I don't know. It's, it's not, like, that complicated. It's just, like, Ferris is a huge jerk. If you want to like get something out of the movie, pay attention to everybody else because everybody else goes through things and learn thing learns things. Right. Ferris doesn't. I would, but he's in every scene with one of them. So just focus on them. That's fine, but then we should just like if the only you th- want to have a, a movie like that. It should really be set up in a way like Dazed and Confused or whatever. Where if it's like an anthology film about other people and their relation to Ferris, yeah. It should be set up that way, and it's clearly not. Well, okay. I'm not going to be just like, oh, but it's popular, so it must be good or whatever. Well, But, like, so like, you think that, like, all these people who like this movie, they turn it on, and they're like, I like Ferris. I think Ferris is a the good guy who I, like, feel like I am similar to him. and I think people want to be him. And they relate to his journey throughout the movie. I think I think some people want to be him. Yeah. I think some people just don't look into it that much, and that's fine. They just see a bunch but, of but funny like, scenes. Subconsciously, why do they like it? They I don't need to understand it. Like we can't understand authorial intent. Yeah. I cannot understand subconscious intent. I'm just saying, millions of people like this movie. It it's can't true. just be because 
their minds are all broken in the same way that John Hughes is. I understand that. I'm not saying <laughs> like, there's. Some, I'm not getting dis- something out of. I'm it. not disputing this. They're getting something out of it, and it isn't the character arc of Ferris because there isn't one. I'm not disputing this is a popular. So what are they movie. into? I'm not disputing this is popular. Yeah. I'm saying that I think people watch movies for different reasons. Yeah. One of the the reasons is people like to see a string of funny scenes put together. Yeah. And that's why John Hughes was popular. It's just a bunch of funny scenes put together. Mm-hmm. At least for his first few. He just mm-hmm. came up with, wouldn't it be really funny if, I'm trying to think of a good example from this movie, but like if he ran through a backyard and had to jump over a trampoline, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or you got, this guy got chased by a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's I think. principle that we all hate. I think that's honestly his whole process. And I think a lot of people really like that. I mean, that's essentially all the comedies of the 70s too. That's all, that's all any National Lampoon movie is. Yeah. It's just a string of funny scenes. I agree. The difference is that this isn't put forward as a national lampoon movie there's a through line of ferris of ferris and i think a through line of previous john hughes films which maybe that's unfair but at the time especially everyone who was watching it i assume when it came out Mm -hmm. had already seen a few of the other ones which is the whole reason he even got to make this movie in the first place was that so many people saw his previous movies and thought wow what relatable teens and i think that going in if you look at that whole arc of his movies essentially having a like character that you are supposed to as an audience be into yeah you don't have to like be like i'm this person yeah yeah you just have to be like wow this person's cool i think ferris is cool in the sense that he takes advantage of a bunch of other people and ends up doing awesome stuff yeah he has a lot of fun all the time but all i can see from that from my perspective is how awful it would be to be anyone else in his life yeah so that's why I keep calling him a sociopath because he just does not view anyone outside of himself as being worth his time. Yeah. Other than Sloan, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Well, and what I'm saying is if all these people are getting something out of this movie uh-huh. and that I don't think it's the character arc of Ferris because there isn't one. Right. And maybe it's that they think it's funny that the principal got his shoe stuck in the mud and that's it. Probably. But there's a lot of other stuff that happens in this movie. Yeah. They spend a lot of time on these people talking about Ferris, having emotional responses to the situations that they've been through with Ferris. Uh Uh-huh. That is a huge amount of the movie. And they don't have... People don't have to... They're getting something out of it that's connecting them to these people. I can't imagine they're connecting themselves to Ferris personally. Maybe they are. I mean, you can connect to his sense of fun or whatever. But, like, they just spend so much time on everything. Like, even, like, the sister. Yeah. The sister's entire... She doesn't do anything. She doesn't get into any wacky hijinks other than running into the principal. That's a little funny. In her house. But she just is mad. Yeah. And then slowly becomes... She, like, learns a life lesson, and that's it. Like, there's no way people watched that movie and didn't take that in. But here's the trouble. I think the whole movie pivots around Ferris Bueller doing that line where he's like, if you don't stop and look around a while. Yeah. Whatever that line is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's essentially the thesis statement of the movie, right? Yes. Because Cameron, Cameron learns that. The sister learns that. The principal kind of doesn't learn that. He's the villain. He's he the villain of the learn. movie. He doesn't really learn anything. Uh, well, he uh, nah. So is Ferris's whole thing just imposing his will on other humans? Fer- he imposes his worldview on people who basically need it. Like the sister and Cameron, they both need to chill out. The principal clearly needs to chill out, but he just doesn't learn it. I think it's uh, unfair to say that Cameron needs to chill out when 
His problem is that he's in an abusive household. Yeah, that's true. Just chill out, man. It'll, it'll everything will be fine. I have a perfect existence, and you should too. Like, yeah, he. Well, that's the other part is that apparently, yeah, that's it's like a not fair solution, really. Yeah, that's. But it. Cameron is so uptight that it's damaging to his health. So even like of him destroying his dad's car, well, it's possible that he will just be beaten to death or yeah, sent to military prison. I think so. Military school, sorry. Uh, or it's also possible that his parents will realize how insanely uh, angry he is and uh, get him some help of some kind. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what his parents are actually like. That's the thing. We don't actually even meet his parents. This is all from Cameron's perspective. For all we know, he just has deep problems. <laughs> like uh, I'm much more with, interested in that movie too. Yeah, that'd be an interesting movie. You know, he might just have real problems with expectations and stuff. Yeah. Maybe they have, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it's like a bad, it's a weird lesson in that way. But there's no way anybody thought about that during the movie either. <laughs> of like how what unfair is, that is to Cameron the prob- as a life lesson. The problem is that I don't think any got any thought got put into this movie at any point. And I'm being unfair to John Hughes probably. There was some thought put into it. But the fact that he wrote the script in three days shows Ultimately, it's fine. It's not like the worst movie ever. I mean, we the just, jokes are good. Yeah. We talked about Pirates last week. That was much worse than this movie. Well, yeah, clearly. Yeah, I mean, we're putting this... That's the thing. Most comedy movies like this, if you really think about it, like, you can't really make the very good comedy movie where nobody is, like, unnecessarily mean. Right. But they're not but, usually the main character, I guess. Right. Or that's, the, the hero. That's or the trick. He's still the hero. Yeah. Well, even so, like I don't know, freaking like Indiana Jones is clearly like a. That's the most common well, joke ever. Well, he's got troubles, like, but ultimately he's yeah, trying to he's like, like the worst archaeologist ever. But he's but he's fighting Nazis. Yeah. Like it's a yeah. low bar. Yeah, yeah. Ferris's thing is a slightly higher bar. What Just do you mean? don't be awful to people. Yeah, but he's also a teenager, so well, almost none of them can do that. <laughs> other teens in that movie aren't even as bad as him. I mean, the rest of the kids in the school, they don't really do anything. They just raise... I mean, they raise money for Ferris when they think he's dying. I think they're all nice. But, <laughs> but they all do it because Ferris is helping them, like, grift things. Like, the one kid's, like, getting out of summer school because of Ferris. Oh. He, he, he's, like, a weird politician who's, like, giving everybody handouts. I... Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'm not a big John Hughes fan anyway, so... Yeah. I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> no really <laughs> no I, yeah. I should say late era i like late all era. all the things that i like of his are all things where i'm i'm reminded that he made them and i'm like oh yeah so yeah. i clearly dislike him more the than less john hughes the better more th- well i dislike him more than he's earned yeah which is just that oh for sure half of what makes me think of a john hughes movie is that it's like the ones that i don't like yep yep <laughs> so i don't know Plain Chase and Arnold rules. Uncle Buck rules. Final verdict. It's fine. You watch it if you want. But <laughs> I'm just not that into it. Yeah, I had a good, Not essential. I had a real good time watching it in the theater with people who are also there to laugh. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, good did, group movie. Didn't, didn't blow my mind or anything. Yep. That's fine. It, it doesn't never, have to. It never has. It can be enjoyable. 